what's going on, everybody? The Modern Flirting Podcast back again, doing it up. Looking forward to another week of continuing your education, your entertainment for your uh, entertainment dollar that you're not paying a nickel for, I guess. But nonetheless, the best MF and podcast in the whole wide world. And so I'm here, Dale Valor, as always. We got the one, the only Jamie Date, Stafford Brook, whatever other aliases and <laughs> names that you go by. <laughs> oh, she froze up. Hey, me. Sorry. No, I, I my my um my sound was off for a second. Hi oh. guys, it's that, Jamie Date. And then we got the 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 black sheep, the long lost prodigal son, yeah. <laughs> Nicholas in the house. What's up? Haven't, haven't seen him in here in a minute, man. It's what, uh, what, man. two months, maybe something like that. Yeah, yeah two I months. Like ago, a, a twofer, me and you. Yeah, right. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. So, you know, we got a we got a great podcast lined up for you guys today, and for you guys that listen to the end. Now, I'm going to uh, we're going to do a. Uh, uh, what, what's it called? You know, when you're taking somebody at their word, um, a, Shoot uh, from the hip. what's that? Honors policy Shoot from the hip. Yeah, that's it. That, that's what I'm looking for. The honor policy. Okay. Oh. So we're going to do that because you could just fast forward. <laughs> All right. But I'm going to take you guys that, that you're going to just listen to this thing all the way to the end. I don't know why you wouldn't. I mean, you already, you're already here. And it's already a great podcast. So, uh, but we're going to do a little giveaway here at the end. Uh, Jamie's going to take off her top. And <laughs> oh, hell yeah. No, now but, they're really going to have to pay for this podcast. <laughs> but I will tell you what that prize is at the end the honor system. That's what I was looking for. We're doing this by the honor system. All right. So, um, yeah. So, one of the things that uh, I see guys really struggle with, you know, um, just in my travels and conversations and one-on-ones and coaching and all that kind of thing, and I'm sure that you guys see it too, you know, is guys not knowing their value, what they bring to the table, right? They just think that a girl should just like them just because they're there, I guess, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they're the guy that happens to be talking to her at that particular point in time, you know, but I think that we all know that that's not the case. Right. But I think a lot of guys get it twisted that they should just like them just because then there's no really any, any reason behind it. And, 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 and I find a lot of times that's because the guy doesn't even really know what he's even bringing to the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wise. You know, is, is that something that you guys encounter? In your coaching? Actually, actually, I wanted to, you kind of touched on something right there, Dale. Well, you're like, they might not have the value because uh, they're just a guy, you know, talking and, and just like they, they expect it. But honestly, I think it's because in a lot of ways, men feel that towards women. Men just like women just because they're there. And, and I feel like they're just thinking that, well, why don't women do the same thing for us? Yeah. And it's really just because it doesn't work that way. Right. But I think that, that that's why, though, because they're just assuming like, oh, well, what I'm thinking, she must be thinking it, too. 
and that's not the case. I it's so funny you mentioned that. I was just having a conversation in uh in the Modern Flirting Facebook group uh with a guy who he he this particular dude he I love him. He's a good guy, very misguided, um, and tends to hold on to like a lot of negative uh, mindsets. The biggest one being, I, I believe him to have like body dysmorphia, and he's just always like, "Oh well, I'm not attractive enough. I'm 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 just not good looking enough. I'm not physically fit enough." You know, and, and I'm like, dude, it's never going to be enough if that's what you think. There's always going to be some area of, of something that you want to work on that you could always point to and say, that's the reason why I'm not having success, you know. Um, but to your point, that's one of the things that I had to tell him was like, look, dude, you know, women don't think the same way that you think. You assume that they do because it's easy to do for you to think that everybody thinks like you do but they don't, you know, and that's a big reason as to why you're not succeeding, you know, and, oh, here goes Gore. Let me let him in here. All right. Yeah. So I, I, I totally, I totally see what you're saying. Um, right. do, you, do you ever encounter that, Nick? No, dude. I, funny enough, like when you said that for me, I'm thinking more along the lines of part of the reason I think men Think they don't have to do anything for the woman is that they don't have qualifications themselves for women to pass through so they just have no qualifications on either end like in my view once you start looking for specific qualities in a woman like she has to be you know smart i like girls that are, are more into like you know this type of music and whatever mm -hmm. i think for you to have that thought process you also have to have the opposite thought process of which is what do i bring to the table that this specific woman that I'm into would be into because of that, you know? Um, so I think, I think there's kind of a mirror image too as well. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I told, I, I get what you're saying, man. What's up, Gore? What's up guys? What's up, Yo, dude? Like, How you doing, man? Hey. Join the little, uh, like kind of catching up with, with work and stuff, but, uh, what's going on? Like what, what's, uh, what are we discussing? Well, we were talking about you, but now you're on here, so you got to talk about something else. Oh, okay, I can. Yeah. You guys want to talk shit? I don't mind. <laughs> uh, no, what we were talking about is uh, just something that I've noticed. Uh, well, I've certainly no noticed this over the course of time, but it seems like lately I just keep noticing this more and more and more. Mm -hmm. Guys not knowing what the, the, what it is that they even bring to the table. They don't understand their own value. Um, and so that, that goes one of two ways. The first way is what I was talking about earlier. It's just like, well, the girl should just, you know, be into me because I'm happen to be the guy right now talking to her or the other way I can't go approach anybody. Like I, you know, like I'm not worth anything, <laughs> you know, I don't have any value. Mm -hmm. And so I think it tends to go one of two directions there. You know, have, have you noticed that Gore? But guys, yeah, that's one of their value. Definitely a topic uh, dear to me is actually one of the things I've talked about on my calls is, is the, the matter of being first before anything. Um, and so, like, this is how you see guys that will be in, like, a beat-up 90s Nissan Altima and taking the girl out, uh, like, having a good time, and the girl wants to be with them more than the, the guy with the Ferrari that's, like, 
offering to pick her up, offering to take her to these expensive places. Um, it's it's a matter of what you can offer her emotionally and the the girls the value that you bring to girls is through imagination and so if you're able to to play with that if you're able to build something in that then you offer her a story to be a part of and that is more entertaining and has more ups and downs to it than a cool toy or a luxurious restaurant um and so that is the value that you bring and and i feel like it's such a good thing to not have anything, any material thing to offer a girl so that you're forced to bring other forms of value. Because if you had those things, you would be relying on them so much, whether you want it or not, you would eventually get sucked into to offering. Oh, that's so, that's so good. Cause it reminds me of, I feel like women, we have a little joke where it's like so many guys are so, um, like they're always like, oh, like you just need money to have girls. You just need money to have girls. And it's like, as soon as they get money, like all girls are gold diggers. All girls are gold diggers. But that's why, that's why, you know, and, and I, I, we meet, I know that we all do. We meet with these clients who come from these backgrounds, some of them where either they, uh, you know, were really shielded, like either by their parents who wouldn't allow them to even talk to girls or it's all about studying or you know or just like they're not allowed or whatever where it's like so much of that time where they could have developed these skills that they would end up relying on later on you know what I mean in life when maybe when they didn't have it that the only thing that they think to know because society tells them oh you got to have money is that they work so hard they make all this money but then they don't they're still not with with women and so this whole like money trope is is so toxic I think yeah, no doubt, no doubt about it. And by the way, I have the same air freshener in my car, the black ice. Oh, that's those the things best are one. great. Like, before this date, I'll rub it on my neck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Rub it on your wear. The summer linen one is good too. I like that one as well. Oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Gore, to your point, man. You know, a lot of times guys get it twisted as to what value even is. I mean, is money value? Of course, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, material goods, whatever. Is that value? Sure. I think, I think honestly, more than that, I'm sorry, I just want to say it's more of a result. It, like, I think the value are the things that have led you to money, the ambition, oh, the absolutely. work hard, the leadership. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to get to. You know, oh, what, what it boils down to is, in particularly when we're talking about like, you know, that whole mindset of, you know, uh, uh, all women are gold diggers. Are there gold diggers? Sure. Of course, you know, but I, I, that's an outlier, you know, it's the qualities. <laughs> Jamie raised her hand. <laughs> I fall in that boat. <laughs> um, but here's the thing, you know, intrinsic qualities, intrinsic value that you bring to the table that enables you to have those things is really ultimately what is attractive. And a lot of times guys, and this is what I'm talking about, not knowing their value. They don't know what those intrinsic values are. They don't even know where to start, you know? Uh, I, I know like me, when I was cutting my teeth, you know, when I was, before I started getting into like no understanding everything that we teach about or flirting and all that kind of stuff. Um, I remember, I remember having a conversation with somebody once and I didn't even know that this was a wrong mindset. I just, I, don't, I didn't even know it was wrong, but I felt like, and I remember expressing this, I felt like, 
everybody was my boss. I said it in exactly those words. I feel like everybody's my boss. I'm at everybody's beck and call. Um, I don't bring anything to the table except for when somebody needs a favor, you know, a, a doormat, essentially, you know. And once I started realizing that I have value outside of, you know, just being somebody's yes man, you know, I, I have value outside of that. There's qualities that I bring to the table. You know, once I started realizing that, then from there, it was more of a thing of like, let's, let's accentuate those things. You know, let's make sure that it's known that I bring this dope stuff to the table. And again, I just don't think a lot of guys really understand what that even is and how to bring it to the table. I think there's a lot of also, there's a lot of different types of value. And I think a lot of guys, so they, they look at the basics of like, you guys talk about money or like good looks and stuff like that. But there's a lot of very niche kinds of value, right? Like, especially if you're in a girl's at like the beach, like surfing and stuff, and you just happen to be, you made suck at everything else, but you're fucking good at surfing. Like you have that cool surfer vibe, you know, all the people, you know how to, to work the board, how to shore some stuff, right? For that specific girl, you're going to have tons of value. Whereas for another girl, you may not if she's into like whatever shopping and Chanel and dressing up and shit. Right. So I, I think that that really what comes down to, like, you really have to know who you are. Like you have to discover who you are, what are your values? What are the things that are important to you? And then also what are the things that are important to you in a woman? So you can find that match because your value may not match with another woman, what she wants. You gotta, you gotta get both ends of it. I, yeah. I, right. I could not agree more you know, mm -hmm. it closely ties together your intrinsic value and identity. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. those two things are just like a hand in a glove. What were you going to say, Gore? I was, I actually, um, it's a good point. Like I wanted to follow up with, uh, wanted to get your point on, uh, on your mindset when your, your values don't match up, like you're attracted to her, but she doesn't see the value in the things that you're offering. So what is your approach to your sense of self-worth in that situation that where you come across somebody that doesn't see those values? Are you asking me? Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> All right. So well, there's always the, the thing in the back of your head, that, like I'm not enough, whether it's like, this well, one if you know work. what your intrinsic values are, you know that you are enough. Now, now it comes down to, are you demonstrating those values? Okay. Are you communicating those values? Mm -hmm. And so one of the exercises that I like to do with guys and if guys listening to this podcast, feel free to do this and shit, email, email us the responses, modern flirting podcast at Gmail. You know, I, I'd love to know what you guys come up with, with this. This is something that I do. I've done this in uh, my class once or twice. And I do it when I'm working with guys one-on-one -on -one as well. So they understand their intrinsic value. And I, I'll do it with you, Gore. Shit, mm -hmm. since you asked um so all right what what quality about yourself do you respect more than any other quality um my my ambition most of all principles okay. and priority the ability to prioritize that over anything okay ambition yeah what's the second thing um uh authenticity okay genuine. ambition authenticity what's the third thing getting a little tougher yeah <laughs> 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 yeah 
my my I guess uh, childish personality when it comes to sense of adventure and appreciating little things. I like that. That's a good one. I like how you worded that too. Um, okay, so auth or uh, uh, ambition, authenticity, and we'll just say um, uh, uh, gratitude. Okay, well, that would be fourth. <laughs> That'd be the fourth thing. Uh, it, it, but we'll just stick with three right now. Okay. Uh, we'll just say uh, uh, a, a, a childlike uh, sense of adventure. Okay. Okay. All right. So A, A, and A. Um, all right. So, but if I was to ask you a fourth thing, you already gave me one. But if I was like, okay, what about a fifth thing? What about a sixth thing? A seventh thing? An eighth thing? It gets harder and harder and harder. Okay. But that's what you absolutely need to do. So what I tell guys to do is, okay, sit, take the time, sit down, write with your own handwriting on a notebook. Yeah. You could type it on your phone. I'd, you know, like that's better than nothing, but I think there's a psychological component about seeing your own handwriting because it's kind of unique to you. And so it's like, it's almost like God writing the 10 commandments. It's like, it's set in stone. You know, as opposed to just characters on, you know, a file in your phone or whatever. Um, but going through big and small, you know, like if you take the time, you should be able to come up with 20 to 30 things. And here's the deal. Once you have those 20 or 30 things, and it can be big and small, man, it doesn't have to be, you know, like these big grandiose concepts like authenticity and charisma and gratitude doesn't have to be all that it could be as something as small as man i keep my sneakers cleaner than anybody in the world i take i go to great lengths to make sure my shoes are on point okay now that's cool you might say well who cares about that well but what does it really say it says that you value the things that you have and you take care of your things you have respect for the things that you possess because it took effort to get those things it's really what that's saying Okay, so even in those small things, there's really bigger concepts behind it. And so here's the deal. Once you have that, you can look at that any time and say, bam, look at all this that I bring to the table. She rejected me. Look what she lost out on all that. Now, again, you could argue, well, how did you demonstrate that value? How did you communicate that value? Okay, but nonetheless, you still embody these. I tell guys. Take it out of the notebook, fold it up, put it in your pocket when you're going out in cold approaching. And it's right there. You know that value. You don't have to pull it out and look at it every five minutes, but you know it's there. And there's power in that, you know, as a reminder. So now check this out. So as far as identity, how that interplays with that, that list, we'll say, Gore, you have 25 things on that list, okay? Now think about it like this. How many people on planet Earth have ambition? There's 8 billion people, we'll say. How many do you think? I know there's no real way to know, but just take a guess. Um, somewhere around half, I would say. Gore's literally doing math right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> calculating. <laughs> like 4 million, 500. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What, 10%? Uh, yeah, yeah, let's go with that. Okay, so yeah. that's 800 million. How do you define ambition? But we can get to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Philosophy and math, no. But that's, 
that's still a gang of people, 800 million people, right? That's a lot mm -hmm. of people. Of those people that are ambitious, how many of them are authentic? Another 10%, maybe? Yeah. So now we're down to 80 million. How many of the 80 million have a childlike sense of adventure? 1%? <laughs> you know, so now what? Now we're down to 800,000. Now look at that fourth thing, gratitude. How many of those people also have gratitude? You see where this is going. So the yeah. longer that list is, the more that pie shrinks. Eventually, it's going to be a one-to-one. Nobody on planet Earth is going to have those 25 characteristics in that same exact order that you do. It would be a statistical anomaly for that to happen. That is, in large part, that combination of values, that's who you are. That's a really good way of putting it. I never actually thought about it that way. You know? I love that so much. And now I want to play. I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and, and that's, to me, now again, now it's about communicating that value. If you don't know how to communicate that value, that could be a huge point of contention. But, you know, that's what we're here for, is to show you how to do that. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And you know, on that note, Dale, so you get, I know we were shit talking about money and people think money is value and all that shit. I actually do think it's about how you communicate what you're saying about communicating the value, right? So I, I think money is actually a good thing, but it's if you're using money to give her a good experience. So that's one thing I want to put out there because a lot of guys will be making this list and I have students that are like doctors, have tons of money and they never want to tell the girl that because they feel like it's not good. It's not a good thing to say you have money or whatever, but it's not that it's, it's okay. So the value is in, can you give her good experiences? So for me, if I'm dating a girl and I know I can afford to take her to a trip to Hawaii because I'm going there anyway, and I could take, she can tag along mm -hmm. or I could take her on the nice dinner. And I can pay for it. Right. These are experiences that she may not have if she's a broke college student. Right. Yeah. And it's the experience that's a value. The money is really kind of the precursor to it. So I have to take another example, right? A lot of guys say, oh, well, you know, guys being tall, that's the value. The value is not so much being tall. It's the dominance that she feels emotionally right. when she's with a tall guy. So yeah. for me, I think this list, I think I love the list idea. Um, and I think that that a lot of your qualities, you could see as being um high value and offering value if you look at it in the right way as well yeah absolutely a lot if you're a doctor and you're making good money being a doctor a lot of those characteristics on that list came into play for you to be a doctor in the first place yep mm -hmm. you know if you're not ambitious if you're lazy as hell and you know you're probably not going to be an option, you know, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because a lot of work goes into that, obviously, right? So, uh, you know, so that's, that's, that's the thing. I, I, I put it out there, you know, I tell guys like this a lot, you know, like when it comes to your value, you know, it, look, check this out. If I had a Ferrari, a brand new Ferrari, all right, and I'm trying to give it away for free, all you got to do, Nick, sign the title. Here's the keys. It's yours. 
As long as you give me a ride home, we're good. All right. There are people who will not take that vehicle for any number of reasons. I've got a gang of kids. I can't. What am I going to do with the Ferrari? You got an SUV you could give me? Or, you know, yeah, I, cool, a free Ferrari. I can't even afford the insurance on that. So I don't want it. Hey, Dale, we live in Detroit. You only drive it three months out of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Am I going to store this thing for nine months? You know, so, you know, any number of reasons. I never told them they couldn't turn around and sell it. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. they, they could absolutely do that. You know, Duke could buy a fleet of SUVs to haul his kids around, you know? So that's the thing is, look, I could try to give this thing away. There's people who will not take it. Does that make the Ferrari any less valuable? Because this guy didn't want it. Nope, absolutely not. No. I could get on some high-end, you know, resale car play the website and sell it and get top dollar and call it, call it a day, call it good, right? And, and I think that that's when we're talking about intrinsic value, your personality, your qualities, who you are as an individual, when a guy gets uh, he goes out and does approaches and it doesn't go his way the way that he wants it to go. A lot of times I think the guys, they, they take that as a commentary on their value and on what they bring to the table. Yeah. yeah she didn't want it. That's fine. That doesn't make you any less valuable. Well, it's kind of what you're saying. It's about conveying the value. So if, if you walk up to a chick and she maybe didn't like you that much, it could be, it's more that I think that, they have the intrinsic value, but they're not conveying it enough. Right. Like she didn't see exactly. what, what is actually there. There's a bit of fog in the mirror, so it's right. So yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like if Gore walked up, if Gore walked up to a girl and was like, um, hey, how are you? My name is Gore. Just want you to know uh, I'm ambitious, uh, <laughs> I'm authentic. And I have a childlike sense of adventure. Like, that would be weird. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> Dale, what's weird about it? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> but if he demonstrated it via telling, you know, stories, um, if he demonstrated it in just the way that he presents himself, if he demonstrates it um, with social proof, you know, like if, if there's ways that he's demonstrating it that he, where he doesn't actually have to verbalize those words, she just picks up on it based on what the how the conversation is flowing. Mm -hmm. Then he doesn't have to bring that up. Just the same way you were talking about a doctor, he doesn't have to bring up money. Mm -hmm. Just his the way that he presents himself. You know, like dude, when we did that boot camp in Miami. I'm not going to say his name. Yeah. You'll know exactly who I'm talking about. As soon as I met that guy, as soon as he walked up, I was like, this dude's paid. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know who I mean, right? Yeah. 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 I'm like, and as soon as he starts talking about investments and finances, mm -hmm. financing and all the, the different, I'm like, yeah, I knew it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I could just tell just by the way that he presented himself, you know? I'm, I'm going to add a third layer to this, right? So <clears throat> I would say even, so, okay, the first layer is that um, you don't know your value, so she can't perceive it, right? The second layer to me is 
you're not communicating that value. So she can't get the value, even though you know you have it. I'm going to say there's a third layer, which is you may be, you may have the type of values that don't resonate with her. And so if she rejects you, it's not even a bad thing. It's that the two of you were not meant to be. Yeah. She is a hardcore goth girl. You're like a Christian rocker and her satanic rituals would not vibe with your going to church on Sunday, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go, going to the goat sacrifice is probably isn't, you know. A little bit too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably, probably a bit. But yeah, so, oh, check this out. So we had gotten, we had gotten a, uh, an email question here that I wanted to run by you guys too. Okay. Um, so the question was, and this would be a good one for Jamie, because I'd, lo I'd love to hear your response to this. Okay. How can I playfully tease without risking offending her? All right. And if you guys have questions, you want to email them in, we're more than happy to chop it up here on the podcast, modernflirtingpodcast at gmail.com. Send in your questions. So I love this question. Good job. Um, when it comes to how you can tease without her feeling offended, A, I always say, if you want to break rapport, you have to build rapport. So that's, that's first and foremost. <laughs> you, you cut out there for a second. Just start over. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so if you, you want to break rapport, so breaking rapport is like teasing or, or challenging her or whatever. If you, have to, if you want to break rapport, you have to build rapport. Uh, you can't just, you know, start off right at the bat, right? So, so you have to gain a little bit of trust. She has to know that you uh, are down for her. Like she has to know that you respect her. She has to know that you are someone that, uh, you know, isn't going to uh, say something in a way that is aimed to insult her. Yeah. So a good way of looking about this is like a little sister, right? So if you're a guy that has a little sister or you know someone that has a little sister and has seen their dynamic, what do you see? Uh, they tease each other all the time. They rag on each other. They say, but why are they able to do that? Because there has been trust and love uh, built up over time. Uh, so so they're, they're allowed to do that sort of stuff. Um, other rules of thumb include, you know, not, you know, this is just a trend that I'm noticing a lot too lately, is men are like bringing back the negging and bringing back the breaking rapport way too soon. Um, there is, there is, uh, room and for like fun teasing and whatnot when you're talking to a girl in the beginning, but, um, you really have to get to know her and her style of humor first before you can risk something like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and, and then the last thing is really just utilizing or, or, um, like there's like a running list of like things to, to stay away from. So like looks age, family, religion, career, like those are the, like the things that women could potentially feel really insecure about. Maybe not neg on those things. Maybe not, uh, you know, tease on those things. Oh, um, hey, you strike me as a ugly old whore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so, so you never, so you never want to do that, but actually, you know, this line, it, I, I actually learned it from Cosmo is really good that if you do find yourself in a situation where uh, she might be, you know, offended or whatever, you're like, yeah, I don't know. I just, I read it from Google or, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I heard it from, uh, you know, a television show or I read that somewhere or on, on Reddit or something like that. So where you can kind of like shut like, like blame it. But yeah, like I thought it was crazy too. 
You know what I mean? You can kind of like push it off and reframe it a little bit. But I think that just sticking around her a little bit long enough to see her style of humor first will give you a good indicator of what is, you know, good and bad as potential, you know, teases or nags. Okay. I I like it. Mm -hmm. I like it. What do you think, Gore? To add to uh, everything Jamie said, 100% agree. Um, And especially with the negs, I think tonality is a, is a huge thing that, so for those reasons, it's a little bit of an advanced tactic. You have to be able to manage the situation. You have to be able to build enough rapport. You have to be able to control the tone so that it comes off as teasing and playful, like, and challenging as opposed to insulting because the same thing could be taken as an insult. Um, and you you have to be able to reframe in case she you she rebuttals against what you said, um, because that could also take a turn depending on the single, like in the moment reaction you give to her response to what you said. Did you see any of that in that uh, in the uh, boot camp you guys did last weekend in Vegas? Like nagging and well, not necessarily, but I'm just saying like guys struggling like with playful teasing, playful banter. Yeah. Yeah. And it really came down to tonality um, and delivery because as a first impression, that's one of the biggest things girls will look at when um, you're presenting yourself to them. And so, yeah, yeah. go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, you know, like that's something I really want to focus on on Jamie and I's boot camp uh, next month is, uh, you know, that playful banter and things like that. That was something I had to learn. Um, because like th- this was like something I really had to work on about myself mm-hmm. is like, man, I will slay somebody, you know, like I, I used to be really bad about that. Like if, if I felt like somebody was coming at me, I was going to body them. You know what I mean? Like just, I, I, I can diss people harshly. And so like when, when, when that kind of thing, like, then my mind still goes there. You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, my, uh, my sister-in-law was visiting last weekend. She said something to me and about three, three things popped in my head that I could say right then that would, all of them would be good and witty. Everybody would laugh at it, but it would like really hurt her feelings. You know yeah. what I mean? But there was a point in my point in time in my life. I didn't care. I would just be like, if you come at me, you challenge me. I'm shutting that shit down immediately. And you know, it, so even now to this day, sometimes I, I, I mean, I, I'd say I'm pretty good with being playful and, and that kind of thing. Um, but even, even still now, like I, I worry if I'm taking it too far, you know what I mean? Because I, I have that component to my mind, I guess that I just have the ability to do that, you know? And so, but I, I think and to your point, Gore, you know, uh, well, what do you think Nicholas before I, expound on that yeah and i think both of you guys are covering well tonality is is massive um i was not gonna ask gore gore how do you teach tonality at your boot camps like that's a hard thing to teach so i'm I'm kind of curious how you and cosmo do it um me personally like if i have a one-on-one with somebody i first of all i think you embodying that as a as an example is huge um First of all, as an example, and second of all, as permission for them to embody that, because a lot of times ego is the thing that's holding them back. 
and causing a lot of resistance from them mm -hmm. expressing themselves because everybody can do it. It's just a matter of like you speaking with conviction and like committing to what you're saying. But, but ego holds you back because you're afraid to be vulnerable. You're afraid to say something wrong um, or off or uncalibrated. And so when you embody that, you give them permission to mess up. You give them permission to, to look goofy or whatever. Um, then they're less afraid of that and they're more able to be authentic and express themselves. And the first way I push them to be that way is, is being it myself in a call and, and expecting the same energy from them for them to match it. Um, and, and second of all, it's, it's just, um, demonstrations, honestly, like if, if I say, you know, when, when we first met, um, you seem pretty cool, but now you just seem like a smart ass. That's that, that's going to hurt someone's feelings. That's going to sound insulting Yeah. Mm -hmm. as opposed to like, no matter how much rapport you've built, like it's going to come off insulting as opposed to. You know, uh, when we first met, you seemed really cool, but now you just seem like a smartass. That's 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 more playful tonality and challenging tonality, um, as opposed to like serious and straightforward. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and when when they see the difference, when they see that happening um, in real life, that changes their perspective on it. But it does take practice and time for them to adapt to it. Yeah, it probably helps a lot here in Vegas because your boot camp is in Vegas, right? You can't not have a good time in Vegas. So yeah, well, <laughs> you, I don't know. There's a lot of suicides. How hard in Vegas, it was. Too. <laughs> <laughs> those are those are people who can't get into the club. I'm sure. I think those are people who lost all their money. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. I am not a gambler, so I wouldn't even know where to start with that. <laughs> well, you know, uh, one of the things I think. I think that you have to risk offending her. Now it's a mitigated risk. It's a calculated risk. But if you're, if you're so afraid to say anything that she may misconstrue as being offensive, you're going to come off pretty, pretty vanilla. You know what I mean? You're just going to seem like you're playing it too safe, you know? And so like, I do think that you need to take the risk, but it should be calculated. It shouldn't like, you know, be super it should, brazen. It should be, and, it should be calibrated based on her and, in my view, her and her own level of where she sees herself. Like her level of, I don't want to say confidence, but here, here's, I don't see it as black and white, right? For me, I see quiet Asian girl who did grad school and has a PhD in like bioscience, barely talks to guys, doesn't date. For me, the type of teasing with her is going to be so subtle and so slight. Compared to like, you take like an Instagram model who's getting like a thousand likes a day, you'd probably need to go a lot harder with the teases on her and even, even break rapport when you're doing it um, in order to, to, to her come off as a guy who's confident because yeah. she's so accustomed to guys supplicating and doing light teasing. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Uh, Jamie, Jamie might have a comment on that one. No, I actually was going to say I completely agree with you and I almost want to like <laughs> add, add a little asterisk to what I was saying earlier about like no age, no looks, whatever, because I was Rolodexing in my head and I was like, actually, I feel like <laughs> there's definitely been some like Jared's a perfect example of that motherfucker. Um, he well, <laughs> so I was at his house and I like I slept I stayed at, in on his couch when uh, we did the boot camp or the retreat. 
And uh, I woke up and I like looked in the mirror and like my makeup, like I forgot to take my makeup off from the night before. So like my, eye, of course my eyeliner was like down my face, whatever. And I like, look at, I look at my face and I'm like, oh my God, I look terrible. And he's like, yeah, I was going to say something. And like, I was <laughs> and like but I, I laugh, right? Why did I laugh? Why did I laugh and not get a minute? Well, cause I love Jared and I know Jared loves me and I know he's kidding. And you know what I mean? Like, cause he's also, but he's also complimented me many of times. You know what I mean? So it's not like, this one-off thing that's why that's why you have to before you can risk nagging or teasing these girls you have to have that time to build the rapport so she knows like the only reason why I let that slide is because of all the other times that he's been so nice to me and mm-hmm. and and you know what I mean complimented me and we have that rapport where we can joke around about each other so yeah so it's really just you know go light in the beginning and then as you get to know her later on that's when you can start you know pushing the pushing the quote-unquote boundaries a little bit yeah i think uh you know like well that's that that's like that little sister dynamic that you were talking about you right i mean you know he doesn't mean anything by it you know what i'm saying and he's just kidding around and and, and whatnot but if you just met him and you said that it'd be a different story altogether right so the, the context there is everything <laughs> right mm-hmm. so I, one of the things i like to do is kind of have a running joke you know what I mean like uh for example uh there was a girl that I was talking to for quite a while and she grew up kind of like in the far suburbs you know like where you get past where she lived and it was starting to get country you know and uh so you know I would just make these jokes about like her growing up on a farm and and things like that so it wasn't like really anything that would be offensive or anything you wouldn't be able, you couldn't take offense at that you know what i'm saying um but it was still something to kind of joke and tease about you know farmer's daughter yeah. all that kind of i thing. think as long as you're over exaggerating like like the farmer chick you're talking about right it's like if you're joking around that she's probably chasing tumbleweeds down a dirt road right she's not going to take that as an insult because it's so fucking ridiculous so i agree right. with that yeah yeah totally. <laughs> hey what's uh if I was to ask you guys what your hidden talents are, what would you tell me? Self-amusement. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way he just said it like that. <laughs> Dude, that was too funny, man. That was just foretold. That was... <laughs> The tonality is perfect on that. That's why Gore is teaching tonality. Nailed it. <laughs> no explanation, oh nothing. <laughs> I have this dry oh. humor that, that goes well with the self-amusement. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, I don't know. I feel like I should... Okay, I guess my hidden talent... Well, I don't know if it's a hidden talent or I was like when you did the uh, the whole what's it called the example thing with her um, of like all the value stuff the thing that you value about yourself but I think my one of my main ones is uh my ability to make people that I just meet feel as if we've known each other forever but is that that's not a hidden talent though that's just I mean well what do you what mean you by hidden talent yeah, yeah I'm confused by um, the hidden talent thing what, what do you mean by hidden talent really you guys don't know what hidden talents are you mean like something nobody would perceive from us? Yeah, but... just something cool that you can do that you just don't put on blast. 
Oh, I'm a DJ. <laughs> uh, not exactly, but okay. What do you spin, by the way, Jamie? Ooh, good question. Um, what I like to spin most is uh, like funk house, disco, like oldies, but make it house. Um, yeah, my, my sets are pretty fun. Anything that really gets you on the dance floor, I think. So wait, uh, during the, uh, the September, uh, the quarterly hangout, are you going to be DJing for us at a... Yeah, I, I would definitely. You should I have to that, spin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would definitely. Yeah, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, count me in. You, For sure. You need to come to movement. You, do you even know what What's I'm talking movement? about? No. It's the, the biggest techno festival on the planet. It's Oh, I do know. It. I do know what movement is. Yes, I've heard of it. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Detroit's got a nice music scene. So yeah, I broke. I've, I've done my fair share of breaking into movement. <laughs> Never. Paid. I love it. Good. I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping on your couch that time then. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Nicholas, uh, I feel like mine's boring. I just have. I have a hyper fucking focus, dude. Like for me, it's literally, literally like I could be on Adderall for a month. Like I'm not taking Adderall, but my brain just operates so. When I'm focused, I'm fucking focused. Like I will fucking destroy a problem I'm trying to solve. So I, I hyper focus is my my secret thing. I try I to hide it I because you know it's boring as fuck. But um, you know, but yeah, it's mine. I wish I had that. I can't focus on nothing. Half this podcast is looking out the window watching a squirrel run around. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, if you and I became the same person, we would be unstoppable. I know. I <laughs> that wish is like I the had one thing I don't have. I, I wish I had between Dale and Jamie, I was looking at you guys like, damn, how are you guys so free flowing? Like I'm just constantly my brain's like ding 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 ding. <laughs> That's that focus, I guess. I it don't is, know. It is. I, I love it and I hate it. So I'm learning to be more like you guys. I guess you guys are honing in on the focus with the business and the the, the coaching and stuff. Um, so I think everyone's got to meet at that midpoint, expand yeah. your personality. I think for for me. And this is, and by the way, the, the only reason I even brought up this topic is because, you know, I find, and I've had this asked a few different times. I don't know if you guys have in your calls, but some of the students uh, in, inside of Modern Flirting have asked me specifically, like, or have mentioned, made comments that they don't like know, like they know our coaching style, they know our personalities and things like that, but they don't really, they, some of the guys don't feel like they know us. Mm. Now I know that changes when you do a boot camp, you come to a retreat, things like that, that, that dynamic changes a little bit, but I want, I really want people to feel like that they kind of, you know, just by listening to us and seeing us and things mm -hmm. like that, that they really get a gist of, of who we are as people. You know what I mean? So for me, I mean, I, I guess it's not really hidden either, but uh, for those that don't know, I did music professionally for 10 years and, you know, uh, did hip hop and toured all around the world and all that kind of thing doing. I feel like a, a modern songs. flirting uh, theme song is going to have to eventually come out of this between you and Jamie. <laughs> i love this i love this idea the youtube, the youtube intro you know yes. don't think i haven't actually thought about that before just like freestyling <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. like bringing up little stuff here and there and it, it actually has crossed my mind <laughs> but listen guys so 
what I was teasing at the very beginning of the podcast uh, about a free giveaway. So this is what we're going to do. All right. Anybody listening to this podcast, if you screenshot you basically promoting this podcast, sharing this podcast, the first person to do it. Okay. And, and the, everybody else will get a little something too. I'll make sure you get something, but whoever emails modern flirting podcast at gmail.com first with a screenshot or whatever proof evidence that you were promoting this podcast, I'll give you a free one-on-one call. Okay. So 100% free. We'll take an hour, hour and a half, figure out what's going on with you and, uh, set you straight and send you on your way. But that's what uh, that's what we're going to do. And so what I want you guys to do is screenshot it, send it over. Anybody who sends it over is going to get something. Guarantee it, promise you that. So that's what's up. I, I, think, I think that's fair, right? No, that's, that's great. I love that. Uh-huh. Okay. You know, so yeah. That's, that's like a $200 value right there. One hour with you is usually like 200 bucks, right? 100 you're overselling me. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should should have rolled with it. Yep, two hundred bucks. If yeah, you want to like, for I one hour, like, an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> like no, it's five thousand. <laughs> but either way, the money isn't even the value. The value is in the information that you're going to get out of that call. That's really where the value is. More, mm. Way more than hundred bucks. Promise you that. So, listen, guys, we're going to put a bow on this one. Definitely appreciate all you guys listening. Uh, You guys have a great week, and we will see you in the next one. Peace. 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 All right. Let me stop the recording.